really do. You're a 21 year old punk fucking kid. This grandpa's given you everything all your fucking life. You've never had a car payment, a house payment. Everything you live in was given to you by grandpa. You fucking don't know what it's like to work for a fucking living like I do. To bust my fucking ass and do what I do. And you know what, Sean? You fucked me, and that's the way you got it. But you know what? Your grandpa's money will run out someday, and you'll have to feast for yourself. Get a fucking job, you piece of shit. Welcome to Behind the Smoke Podcast. My name is Sean Walcha from Cali Comfort Barbecue, and I am here with my man, D Money, Derek Marceau from Valley Farm Markets. What's going on, Derek? How are we doing? I'm doing great. The question is, how are you fucking doing? I am I doing mean, fantastic. A, a new father. Um, how, how's his sleep going? Talk to me, man. Well, what, well first uh, of all, let's go back to the last podcast, which was with Craig Dado from Del Mar. Yeah. We were here on a Wednesday recording, and I believe uh, Babe, Baby Ruth Marceau made a call that by the time that Shane's episode came out on Friday, both of us would have kids. Ding, 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 ding. ding. He both calls the shot. It. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, I can pretty much, you know, foresee the future. <laughs> you should so. start betting on the ponies. No, I, I leave that to my cousin. You leave that to the cousin. You yeah. leave that to Kevin. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Well, uh, for those that haven't listened, uh, we are Barbecue War Stories podcast uh, behind the smoke. We started this podcast so that we could reveal a little bit more of what really happens in business, uh, kind of like the voicemail that we played for you, which was my former biz- business partner. Um, we love to talk to people that are out doing some kick-ass things. Um, we love to talk to other entrepreneurs, other people involved in barbecue, um, professionally, amateurs, um, people that run specialty shops. Uh, we love talking about marketing, um, Facebook Live. It's been, been big. It's been big. It's been doing big things. I know you guys are doing your... your uh Oh, we're hiring. Campaign for that, that hire my was fit, fucking rad. My fiddler on the roof. Well, what was even better was when I got Arlie's. Uh, oh, God. Arlie is Arlie fantastic. Oh, was, my uh, God. You guys haven't seen it yet. Go on Sean's uh, yeah, we'll social put it, media. We'll, we'll, we'll put it on the show notes. But yeah, my, uh, my fiddler on the roof uh, hospitality hiring video is up there. But uh, I think Arlie's uh, brag, his response video was probably uh one of my favorite things i've seen oh, in, I just love in a while but i just love arlie he's always just well, so yeah. Fucking funny. So. yeah well he's uh the don king of barbecue and <laughs> just just ask him he'll tell you all about right. it <laughs> but yeah no everything's everything's been amazing uh being a new dad uh colleen he uh he's already been out to the butcher shop and he has. he's already made he it has. to cali comfort um you know, he's kind of already clocked in. That's kind of how we, we roll as, in this family. Yeah, I Rosie love seems to be doing just awesome, too. She's been a She's a, a champ. champ. She is an absolute champion. Yeah, it's funny on Facebook when people start, you know, commenting on telling you how to parent your child. Oh, I love Do they, are they oh, yeah. telling you? That's oh, yeah. Great. I had to throw out a poop emoji. <laughs> I was like, fuck you, lady. <laughs> don't tell it. Don't tell it. Just like, oh, your your kid's way too young. Let him let him be a kid. I'm like, he's fucking working. He was born to work. Jeez, My child nice. was born to work. We're Bulgarians. That's okay. kind of how we roll. That's uh, that's wild that people are already doing that. But welcome well, to the world. Well, so this uh, this this week we're really uh, really excited to bring on two uh, two people that have become very close to uh, both Derek and myself because of the way that they operate. Um, they operate by giving back, and every time that we've asked uh, Jerry from Pork Belly Barbecue or Brian from Hot Sauces and More to help 
participate in some of the barbecue events that we're doing, whether it was the Spring Valley Tailgate and Barbecue Festival or whether it was the Del Mar Barbecue State Championship. Uh, really, whatever we were doing, um, both these two gentlemen were more than more than eager to say, whatever you need, we'll be there. Um, we'll make it happen. And uh, Jerry, I would be remiss if I didn't say that uh, Doreen, your, your better half, uh, Absolutely. You know, we, we can't do what we do without our, the support of our wives. And I know she's been instrumental in all those events and she's always there and she makes sure that the booth looks sexy. But uh, welcome to uh, Behind the Smoke, gentlemen. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Yeah, what's happening. So um, let's figure out, let's tell the tell us a little bit how, how you, uh, you, you and I met and Derek. Well, I th- we just figured out, I think I was in the first spring valley tailgate and barbecue so the first amateur contest right um, 2009 yeah so we decided to have a charity event community event fucking lifetime ago oh my god i was like (laughs) i was three decades ago um but that's really why that that's how i met gene goikachea and if it wasn't for that event um we wouldn't be a barbecue restaurant and we certainly wouldn't be podcasting about barbecue but you know that charity amateur event um we were just trying to figure out a way to raise money for local youth sports. Uh, we had a local Pop Warner team that wanted to raise money, and we wanted to figure out something that we could do to celebrate barbecue, to celebrate um, good people, to celebrate the kids that are trying to raise money to, to play sports. Um, yeah, and, and it's also to, to teach lessons, too, for, for kids that want, you know, sometimes people are just so excited about handouts, and it's not always just about what you Entitlement. can Entitlement? Oh, yeah, exactly. It's not always about just what you can get. If these kids, these groups want to come in, they want. And we're going to put them to work. Sure. And, you know, you can work, and we'll raise money for your foundations, but it's not just about, here, here take this and, and go do something. Come work for it. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll put you to work and, and hopefully raise enough money for you, you and your team to go do what you want to do. So, Jerry, were you, uh, a, were you an amateur team? How did you find out about the event? Let's you know what? There. I have no idea. I don't remember. It must have been on, online or something. Or Facebook. Something, or, yeah, Facebook. And I just called my two buddies that were into smoking and barbecue, and I said, uh, you guys want to do this? And they said, sure, let's do it. So we came down there with my uh, my ugly drum smoker. <laughs> uh, we had uh, a, a char grill offset smoker, and then we had just a, just a uh, barbecue, uh, you know, a gas barbecue for the for the carne asada, you know, and um, we we're just cooking, having fun, doing our thing, and uh, the awards comes up, and uh, first place chicken, pork bellies barbecue. We were oh. blown away. We're like, you got to be kidding me, you know. We were just here to have fun, you know, yeah. and it was fun. That's the whole thing. And then they do um, first place tri tip, pork bellies barbecue. Yeah, we're like, get the hell out of here. You know, it was crazy. And then as I'm leaving the awards, uh, the the stage, Gene goes. Why didn't you turn in ribs? <laughs> and I go, I did turn in ribs. So they lost my rib entry. Oh, really? So I got a zero in ribs. Ooh. And we did not win grand because Ooh. we had a zero in ribs. Wow. Yeah, it was Brutal. crazy. Yeah. But, they, you know, that stuff happens all the time. You know, that kind of thing. You know, it happens in... Uh, in KCBS contests like KCBS, well. I don't know if they lose them, but I don't know how they score things sometimes. It kills me. Oh. I just came from a contest up in Petaluma, and my son and I did it together, and his chicken was perfect absolutely perfect and it came in 37th place wow yeah we've seen a lot of that we've seen a lot of guys that think like yeah i nailed this one this yeah. is great and then they go in and they get you know 47th place and it's just like how, how did that happen yeah we thought we were top 10 for sure yeah you know i mean that that's just sometimes yeah part of the double blind judging process i mean 
you know, the, the one thing I do know about KCBS is it wouldn't have grown to as big of an organization as it did if it didn't have standards. Oh, absolutely. And the toughest thing, too, as organizers of events is that we go and we talk to teams and we try to find out, you know, what are what's a better way for us to, you know, put on this contest? How can we help you? And, you know, there's always an opinion about the scoring process. And, um, you know, I think that's always been something that, you know, we're, we're always open, open to listen to, um, especially because we have amazing contacts within KCBS and we can, you know, actually get the answers that people are looking for. All my friends who are not involved, they all think it's a fix. And I go, because the same teams win all the time. I go, look, it's not a fix. There's no way it could be a fix. It's, it's, a, a, it's, it's a double, double blind. It's a double it's blind. A, I mean, there's no way. Those guys that know how to cook, big papa smokers. Oh, yeah. He wins all the time. Sure. It's just because he's got a system and damn he's got good. it down. Mm-hmm. I don't good. know if you've ever had their barbecue, but it's damn good. I mean, every single time I've had they'll it. Be out, they'll be out at Del Mar for yeah. sure. It's, yeah. Such great stuff. They were reserve grand last year, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He came in fourth, I think, in the contest Up just now. Petaluma. Yeah. So nice. he had a bad. He had a bad cook. You know, being fourth. So you you had when you signed up for the event, you had never participated in an amateur contest. No, no, nothing. You like were that. just an, an just enthusiast. In you were, you loved to barbecue yeah. at home and. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that was kind of the reason that we started the contest. Was I mean, we love promoting the growth of barbecue, and you know, so many people. I mean, we. You know, I, I have tailgating in my blood, and when you go out and you're tailgating, people are bringing out their grills, they're bringing out their barbecues. Yeah. Hopefully, they dispose of them properly and don't set their car on fire. But I've seen that <laughs> a few a times. Se- that's a separate, uh, they, separate. They slide story. that barbecue underneath the truck and then go into the game. Yeah, and they come out and they get the barbecue. Barbecue, exactly. Yeah. That's uh, there's some good barbecue videos. I'm sure we can find some. Um, so after that event, so that. That's when you. That's when you got the virus. I got. That's when you got, got it bad. Yeah, got yeah. it bad. Uh, it was, when you get uh, the virus, it's it takes we over. We did that. Remember that uh, national barbecue convention? Yep. At the uh, NBBQA at the Crown Plaza. Correct. They did a yeah. People's Choice. Um, there was like contest. seven or eight teams, yep. something like that, maybe ten. I don't know. You guys were down there. Yep. Um, we lost. We were pissed as hell. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, that was a blast. But we go to the cooks meeting. They tell us we're going to cook sixteen butts and some some uh, chicken breasts and uh we get there the cooks meeting and they go oh no you're cooking 24 butts and 100 pounds of chicken breasts jesus yeah exactly well we had a big smoker at the time mm-hmm. that we could do that on no problem but i mean a lot of guys they were maxed absolutely maxed out trying to cook that much i can only imagine that's a, that's a lot of square footage that's a lot yeah did you actually attend the trade show i didn't get a chance to go in there very much because yeah. we were out there prepping and cooking the whole time I and mean, we were we were trying to get that business the meeting over the cook's meeting because we need to get outside and start prepping sure sure you know, we cooked yeah. all night long well national barbecue association i mean they've been doing just a fantastic job with what they're doing online for their membership base and um, kind of breaking down different segments of if you're a caterer if you're a barbecue restaurant um, if you're an event organizer if you're barbecue media um, they put on these monthly sig calls and they're actually really really informative uh something that we highly suggest that people get uh go and check out well we were there i taught a guy how to cook tri-tip that was in i think he was from utah and he never even heard of tri-tip before mm-hmm. so i taught him how to cook it and i gave out samples and a bunch of chargers were there and i was giving those guys samples nice. and they were going crazy he went inside and bought a, a char grill cooker for his kitchen right nice. away inside the trade show what yeah, are the what are the tips on the tri tip, yeah, that's the secret. Oh you know? man, there's no secrets here. We're behind the smoke. <laughs> I know we're behind. The no, smoke. you know, I'd be honest with you. It's a smoke, and then it's a reverse sear. Reverse sear. Yeah, that's pretty much what we all with, do with pork bellies rub, of course. Yeah, right. you know. Yeah. Well, 
yeah, Gene actually put on a class at that National Barbecue Association event, and his class filled up. Uh, I think it was the first class to, to fill up. Is that right? It was sold out. I mean, because barbecue, tri-tip is something that's so inherent into what we do in California barbecue and, you know, something that we definitely want to, we, we do it as a competition category in Spring Valley, but we will want to eventually, I mean, we have a state category um, for Del Mar, but we actually want to do the tri-tip do it as a tri-tip as a category for Del Mar because um, tri-tips are meat. Well, catering, people want brisket. They always want brisket. And I, I, I talk them out of brisket in the, in the tri-tip. Really? Oh, because it's never fail. Yeah. It's never fail. Well, brisket, you know, for me. Oh, it's, you, can, it's, you can screw up a brisket. Absolutely. Brisket's such a weight-bearing muscle. And that if you, if you don't mm. do it right, it doesn't break down the right way. Exactly. Um, tri-tip, at least it's, uh, you know, it's not a, a weight-bearing right. muscle. It's off, yeah. off the sirloin. So it's, it's such a, a good piece more of tender. meat. Yeah. So far, you're starting with a better piece of meat. Yeah. So... And it doesn't take nearly as long to break down. And no. it's a lot more tender piece. So let's talk about how uh how did you meet Brian? You know what? I don't I don't remember. You you know, right? How did we hook up? <laughs> I was up in Temecula and Pachinga was doing a barbecue competition and I was looking for some rubs. This so was a KCBS event, right? Yeah. KCBS. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a good event. Mm-hmm. It was packed, so it was a lot of fun. I went around sampling. Around what year was this? Uh, probably about 2014 2014 so you guys because you you have a specialty hot sauces and more you guys are a specialty um hot sauce store correct that sells rubs we have uh hot sauce barbecue sauce rubs we carry all the big green egg products we also grates, sell online and we sell online as well and you're here locally here in uh, chula vista right now we're in chula vista in mm-hmm. the otai ranch shopping mall so you, what time did or when did you guys open your business we opened in 2009 2009 okay and you've been at the place in chula vista for how long four years four years okay so then back to pachanga you're at pachanga and at pachanga. to pr- promote your your barbecue sauces and your company right and to look for new products we're always looking to bring in new products so you were just out sell. there out there doing research and development you were you weren't you didn't have a vendor booth or anything like that no we didn't have a okay. vendor booth or anything i just delivered hot sauce to a customer up there okay so i decided to stop by and i picked up his rub and i tried it and my wife started putting it on popcorn her eggs <laughs> i'm like that's a steak my best customer what, yeah there you go this is pork bellies rub you're talking about pork belly santa nice. maria rub and i'm like it's for tri-tip steaks and <laughs> next thing i know try to tell your wife that oh, <laughs> just like it's for whatever i want it to be for exactly don't tell her that and then next thing i know i see my daughter start using it on everything mm-hmm. and i'm like okay so we we ran out a couple months later and i called jerry because on the back it says for restocking <laughs> call me <laughs> so i talked to him for a while and i told him at the time we had a store in parkway plaza so he says, oh, I'm from East County. So he came down to the store in Parkway Plaza, and we talked. And ever since then, been good friends. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I are you guys, still, it was are nice you guys still in Parkway Plaza? No, we're not. No. Yeah, well, you're down at Chula Vista. Only Chula Vista. Only one. Gotcha. How many different hot sauces do you guys have over there? Probably about 500. Wow. And now I know with hot sauces, you, you can um, there's different levels. And I know uh, people... 
I, I'm not going to say me or, or who, but some people will, <laughs> will uh, trick their friends and buy some really hot ones and put it out there for them to put on their burritos and stuff. But they go by a, um, was it Scoville or Scoville rating rating? And, um, you can get some that are just, I mean, you just put a, a not even a drop on your tongue and you're, you're hurting. Right. And um, what are some of the, the hottest ones you guys have? You got the Mad Dog 357. You got the Mad Dog Plutonium, which is 9 million Scoville units. <laughs> so you use like a toothpick for about five liters. Really? Is that right? What, so what, what peppers in that? That's where they just use the capsaicin oil. It's okay. not even a pepper. Well, how do, how do they get capsaicin oil? It's extracted out of different peppers. It's chemical. It's the same thing that's in the OC spray. Oh Christ! <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. that it's like it's funny because we had when we first opened one of our marketing gimmicks was to do a hot wing contest. It was I, I, San Miguel Firefighter Challenge, and yeah. you know we had a hot sauce that we were using that we made in house, and um, then at one point our kitchen manager was doing his own research and development, and he came across uh, Brian's shop. And he went down there and he talked to him, told him about the restaurant. And he's like, you know, well, why don't you try this Mad Dog? We use Mad Dog 357, right? Right. You use the Mad Dog 357, the 5 million. Yeah, the 5 million. So Jose Jose brings this <laughs> fucking, this little bottle. I mean, it's like a little uh, vial. Like it's like a little vial of crack. And he's bringing it back to the kitchen. I'm like, what the fuck are you going to do with that? He's like, we're going to make the hot sauce. So literally we made this hot sauce where we'd have to have a special pan that you could only cook those wings in that pan. And when you made it, literally you couldn't be in the back of the fucking kitchen because your eyeballs would start bleeding, bleeding, watering. (laughs) And we thought it was a good idea, even though we had, you know, a two page liability waiver that, you know, my attorney drafted. I've signed it. Um, It was, you know, a very popular contest. We probably had a 10% um, success rate. So the contest was you had to eat. You had to eat six wings. No, yeah, you had to eat wings? six wings within ten minutes, yeah. and the the time started once you completed the first wing. I got two. Yeah, that's so we I actually had we actually there are some YouTube videos of of grown ass men, you know, who shouldn't be taking off their shirts and crying like babies, right? Pretty much trying to do this contest, and uh, I mean, we had people all over coming to do it, but as we got bigger. Um, Liability, so five, liability department shut that million down. Scoville. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was, uh, it was brutal. I had, um, one of my girlfriends, um, she, I mean, just absolutely loves hot stuff. And she came in and she's she, the one that came in on fucking Easter, right? Uh, I don't know. Somebody came in. There was a woman that came in on Easter and yeah. I begged her not to do it. I was like, please fucking don't do it. Please don't eat these wings. Like, it's going to ruin your day. She's like, no, fuck that. Like, I'm going. It's like she had a whole table. Like, uh-huh. everybody's encouraging her. And next thing you know, she had them, and she fucking left Easter Easter brunch. She was this, gone. This wasn't her. My, my it wasn't her. No, she she did it. Oh, she did it. Uh-huh. She completed it. She completed it. That's wow. crazy. And uh, But, yeah, I mean, she was definitely crying. And it's not it's only one that I've ever seen personally. I've ordered those wings before and then got some hot wings just by – yeah by the side and i don't know if you want to hear this but i, <laughs> I acted like i was just eating the regular wings and i'm like hey do you, you want a wing and i'd pass them to my buddy nice and uh yeah needless to say yeah one time he uh the guy that i gave him to didn't um wash his hands well enough oh. and had to go pee yep 
and he ripped had his a, dick off. He had a fire dick. <laughs> I mean, he was literally like crying. He ripped was, his dick he's off. Had a fucking running around galley comfort with a fire dick. Yeah, Eric, Eric, our general manager, has got plenty of. He, he no one was happier that we ended the wing challenge than Eric. <laughs> sure. It's like fuck, I have to go into the bathroom. This guy's been sucking down the faucet. And yeah. Ripping the toilet paper off the wall. Whatever he can do to try to cool down. Now you hear all these, you know, wise tales about what helps. With the heat, is there anything that I mean? People say, "Oh, try some milk," or "Don't have water," or, "Don't have beer." Like, is there anything that ever fucking helps? Because I've never. Seen I've just it. heard milk is all I've ever heard. Crackers. The only thing that's ever worked for me is just wait it out. Yeah, that's, you're just gonna be in pain. You did it, and hopefully you remember. So next time when it comes around, you're gonna. Be, <laughs> do I really want to do this? So you said on the the one that's nine million, there you use a toothpick drop for five liters. You just stick a little toothpick in there and. It's crazy. We had one customer come in from Mexico, and he always wants the hottest stuff. Mm -hmm. So he came in the store and bought it. And my wife was working at the time. He opens it up right in the store. And my wife says, oh, great. You're going to try it now? Let's both try it. So they got two toothpicks and just dipped it in there and put it on his tongue, on each other's tongue. He dropped he had his bags, he had everything, and he left them at the store. <laughs> he ran next door to the ice cream place. Wow. And my wife's calling me saying, how quick can you get up to the store? I can't work anymore. You got to just... And, <laughs> and she eats ghost peppers. She can handle just crazy stuff. I'm like, that's, that's just crazy. So my daughter got there, and then I came in. So next thing I know... Melt from next door comes back and says your customer left his wallet left he left fucking everything everything, everything. there nothing mattered anymore uh-huh. no he just took off so he shows up two days later and he's just like i don't know what that is but that is the worst that is the worst <laughs> fucking hot sauce ever and he says he's gonna have fun with it down in mexico oh and- jesus and yeah he and came to that, pick those up- are the things you don't tell your attorney right, right. is there any type of liability <laughs> i mean wh- what do you product liability i, I don't know fuck, yeah. as a business owner if you know it's that hot i mean i know we we have some you know what's a dave's ghost pepper stuff that's not that that killer or anything but mm-hmm. right. it's like sometimes you get scared i mean if this guy really sure is, is fucking hurting you're you're selling it to him well you have a couple i mean you have a couple layers of insurance on top of you know right. and then we have a liability that we have them sign sure and on that one product if you read the package on the nine million the whole thing is a waiver yeah. I understand I'm not drunk. I understand yeah. I I know how to use this. I'm not going to prank anybody. Mm-hmm. If anyone gets hurt, Derek's it's on you. Taking, yeah, I'm taking it. Apparently, apparently I can't read very well. <laughs> you can't be trusted. You need to read the fine print, Derek. Read that fucking fine print. My attorney print. tells me that all the time. Oh, that's funny. So when did when did you participate in Spring Valley? What was your first year? Do you remember? My first year, I believe, was 2010. 2010 so you you guys actually were both participating in the same amateur contest but it wasn't until 2014 that you actually linked up through the rub right right yeah so then once you got the rub um you started carrying it in the store <laughs> no it wasn't that easy. <laughs> <laughs> no I, I was kind of you're telling me them. it's you're telling me it's hard to get a barbecue product on the shelves <laughs> just, just a little you don't bit. need to tell us because getting that fucking bot that sauce bottle holy shit i think i used your printer Oh yeah, yeah. I think the information you gave me, but it, it it was just it was a lack of me getting it done. You know, it, I, oh okay, I'll do it. Okay, I'll do it. He was he was 
pushing me all the time. You know, let's get that. Let's get going. We got to get that stuff. You know, and all that. But I just well, it's been a couple months now. We got it in there. He yeah, got so it in for Egg Fest. Yeah, yeah. He got yeah. it in for Egg Fest. Perfect. I right. said so you're doing a class. Your rub yeah. should be there so everybody can buy it. Yeah, that was fun at the Egg Fest. Gene did a class. Yep. I did a class. And then the egg guy did an egg class. So tell yeah. us about the Egg Fest. So group, Big Green Egg, I know, um, you know, as a, as a specialty shop, you know, you guys have always been focused on hot sauce and, you know, now barbecue products. And, um, but then you've also branched into actually being a specialty uh, retailer for Big Green Egg. Is that correct? Correct. Well, one of the things is with hot sauce. A lot of people like hot sauce, but at the time we didn't realize how long it takes you to go through a bottle of hot sauce. <laughs> yes. Good point. I mean, you see them in the tourist area, yeah. and those guys are genius because mm-hmm. every day they have a new customer. Yes. Where I'm more of a around town locals. Yeah, you're a local a local spot. I mean, you're in a beautiful place, you know, brand new, um, you know, shopping mall. But at the end of the day. You know, people are, they're local, so you're depending on local local business, return customers. Right, and especially on some of the hotter ones, after they buy it once, they say, oh, I have the, I still have some from last year. Yeah. And you're like, wait a minute, that's not going to... Well, yeah, if you're fucking only using a, a toothpick to, I mean, to fuck, yeah, five, really. five we, liters, how much can you really... How, how much is a bottle of the uh, three three fifty seven? The three fifty seven, the one that you yeah. used, is sixty nine ninety nine. Exactly, and we would go through shit, I mean... It, in a whole year, I don't think we went through six bottles. Right. And, and, you know, we were doing those contests. I mean, we'd have one, I would say, conservatively, probably five a week. Some asshole would bring in some other asshole <laughs> to watch him whis- whisper away in pain over, a, you know, a fucking T-shirt. Yeah, no. How many um, just commodity hot sauces do you guys have? Do you guys carry just the normal, like, Chula and... Um, we try to carry anything that you can't find in the grocery store. Okay. Kind of gourmet, sure. small small handcraft bottle sauces that are made in small batches. You get great flavor in those. We want to carry people that actually care about what they're putting in a bottle. Mm-hmm. Something that has flavor. You don't want pepper water or a bottle of vinegar with a couple little seeds. Right. It's kind of the same same philosophy as craft beer that you carry in your store. I'm yeah, sure. no, it's definitely very, very, very similar. We Small do the same batch. thing with barbecue sauces too. Mm-hmm. We carry a lot of different barbecue sauces, and it's we do carry the commodity stuff that you know some some people just are used some to. People the, want to drink Coors Light, exactly. Mm-hmm. But you know, for the most part, we really try to focus on the, the hard to get stuff. Do you have anything right now that's like the hottest item that people have been looking for, either online or at the shop? Pretty much everything. We haven't really brought in anything new. We're mm-hmm. still looking for new stuff. Uh, we just brought in some new rubs. We're really concentrating on the barbecue side. So, yeah, t- tell us more about the Big Green Egg. So, your partnership with them and becoming a, a retailer. They've, they've been fabulous with us. We've taken on and we just featured the Green Egg. We, everybody in our store cooks with it. My kids, my mm-hmm. parents, me and my wife. It's it's the all-in-one cooker. You can do everything from low and slow to pizzas to sear a steak. And when you add grill grates on it, yep. it's just amazing. Yeah, we uh, we actually used the one that um, you gave us from uh, Egg Fest, and we brought it to Channel 8 for our 4th of July uh, grilling tips with Heather Myers, which was really cool. Yeah, I threw some, threw some grill grates on that, too. And, grill grates, um, and you had some carne asada great. cooking on it. 
I was very impressed when I saw Derek and the smoke and oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that Instagram. That was, a pretty bad, that was a pretty badass video. You got to you burp that, right? <laughs> exactly. I'd never cooked on one before the Egg Fest. Yeah. And we cooked uh, some pork butts on it, and we did uh, corn in the cob, and we did uh, bacon-wrapped chicken and waffles mm-hmm. and bacon-wrapped donut holes. Awesome. That's what we were cooking out there. So you Do guys you have some more of those here? No, I didn't bring <laughs> You didn't bring no, any for us? Uh, you guys have a uh, competition barbecue cooking class coming up. Is that correct? Go ahead. Yes, we do. We have it coming up July 23rd. July 23rd. And then people can find out more at Hot Sauces and More uh, website. They can find out at Hot Sauces and More on the website. They can find out by calling the store. What's the phone number? 619-482-2468. Okay. And also on Instagram and Facebook. So you guys are going to be giving out tips for competing in KCBS professional contests? Some of that, plus uh, we're going to do three different meats. We're going to do uh, ribs, uh, pork shoulder, and tri-tip. Plus we're throwing in some, you know, like bacon-wrapped donut holes. We're doing some bacon-wrapped shrimp. And how long is the class? It's a three-hour class. Three-hour class, great. Yeah, it's a big lunch yeah. at the end oh, of yeah, that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Where uh, it's going to be down at Hot Sauces and More? It'll be at Hot Sauces and More right where we had Egg Fest. Right at Egg Fest, cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's exciting. It should be a good time. I'm, I'm looking forward to Jerry, it. Jerry, where are you getting your product from? What... Uh, what brand of um, you know, pork I, are you using right now? Oh, I use um, I've been using uh, just the stuff from uh, Restaurant Depot. Okay. Uh, I've never used Smithfield. I well, I want to try it one of these times. You know, I just mm-hmm. never have done it. You know, um, I just picked up twelve down there at Restaurant Depot last week and took them up to Petaluma and cooked all twelve of them. Did you drive up to Petaluma? Yeah, you drove your I took my trailer. Yeah, yeah, I took okay. the trailer up. To, I got a toy hauler that I put everything in. Nice. It was maxed out. Yeah, it was I'm maxed sure. out. Yeah. I had my wife's little propane smoker that she uses to heat up the cheese mm-hmm. and the beans and that kind of stuff. And then uh, I took my Traeger, which I'm not a big fan of, but it, it cooks well for, mm-hmm. it's good for heating stuff up. I took ribs on it. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's a good warmer. It's a good warmer. And then I took my UDS, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which is a dream. And that thing cooks so great. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I had a bad you, cook. Was there people's choice up there? Oh, yeah. 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 It did was you part- not. Did you guys participate? We did participate. And we did well, but nothing like the year before. Last year was crazy. Really? Oh, my God. It was The crowd was a lot How many less teams? this year. There was 50 teams this year. Same as last year? Yeah. They had 40-something last year. Mm-hmm. But this year they went to 50. And a uh, place could hold a lot more. It's it's. It's huge up there. Any it's, any reason for the drop in attendance? That, that you know, you, I couldn't figure it out because it's a great event. It's fifty bucks to get in, but it's mm-hmm. all the beer and wine you can drink, mm-hmm. plus you know eight tickets to sample barbecue. And if you want yeah. more barbecue, you can buy more tickets. You can buy more tickets, yeah. But it's an expensive event, but it's it's worth it if you're a drinker, a wine drinker, especially. You know, if you're a wine drinker, it's fantastic. I'm I don't drink wine or beer really, but everybody there was having a great time. Yeah, yeah, they were having a fantastic time. So we, uh, we love talking about why the fuck anybody would be crazy enough to put on a barbecue event. <laughs> um, there's so many benefits. Uh, obviously, we, we had Shane Walton on um, a couple of podcasts ago to talk about raising money for charity and all the good that um, barbecue does to give back. Uh, but talk about, from an organizer standpoint, putting on uh, Egg Fest and the challenges that you, you ran into. The weather. <laughs> the San Diego weather that turned out to fucking be what? absolutely miserable. Bad. We, ac- we actually have a video on that was one of the first videos we made for the Behind the Smoke uh, Facebook page of how shitty the weather was, and um, you should go check that out. Absolutely, it's pretty, it's the pretty hilarious. It was fucking terrible out there. It was yeah. brutal. It was bad. It, it was just horrible. You always hear San Diego 
you can't complain about the weather. <laughs> so the first time I do an egg fest, I see a week out that it's expecting light light rain. I say, okay, we can deal with it. It's May. It's not going to be just pissing on us. Next thing you know, we go to set up the tents and everything, and all of a sudden, it's just coming down. Oh, man. It was fucking coming down from both both directions. Oh, yeah. It was windy as all shit. It was cold as shit. I was like, oh, this poor fucking guy. Poor yeah, Brian. Yeah, I was trying like, to make it down there. Damn. I remember you telling me. It's like, I was like, don't fucking, so don't bad. bring your kids down here. Yeah. I, told, I told my wife, not to pregnant wife, to go ahead and stay in. Don't even go on the San Diego roads. I mean, you couldn't put up any signage. You couldn't put up the egg, man. You couldn't do anything. We were lucky. We just had the tents. And I'm walking around, and I see a lot of the cooks that are cooking on the eggs. They have to stop cooking on the eggs to hold the tent because the wind's yep. just blowing them. Yep. How many uh, cooks did you have out? We had 15 cooks out. 15 cooks. That's great for a first-year event. I mean, I think uh, for Spring Valley, we might have had like 12, 12 teams the first year. But um, So why? why? Why would you do something? Why would you put yourself through that agony and all that organizing and <laughs> all the planning? It was fun. It, <laughs> it was good. You, you go into it and you're thinking, okay, this will be good. It will be good for the business, good for the community way to get your name out and you really don't know how much you're taking on an event and what all goes on it until that first week yeah and you're like holy shit what did i sign up for yeah and that first week you mean that first week that you've signed up meaning how whenever that date is out in the future it can be a year out and you don't realize how much goes into actually putting on this event no, right. if you don't have an infrastructure already built to, to put it on it's it's a nightmare I mean, well that's probably you know, one of the best the best things that big green egg actually that's one of their things that they do is they support their retailers by right they were great but at the same time this was the first egg fest in san diego yeah. so i talked with you and you were great telling me get facebook going get social media <laughs> said, going you better fucking market that event so you, people need to know about it so i start marketing it and after two weeks of marketing, they're like, what type of eggs are you going to have? You're going to have quail eggs, ostrich eggs. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, do this many people not know what big green egg is? Yeah. They haven't heard of this. Well, that's, I mean, that, but that's also one of the benefits of putting on an event is that it's awareness. I mean, a lot of the time it's educating, you know, you don't, you don't realize how many people don't know the difference between an amateur barbecue contest and a professional KCBS shit. I didn't fucking know until we started participating in them until Gene told me, I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. He's like, no, you need to listen. You need to come and you need to go and check out these other events and come here and watch and, you know, participate. And the more that I went and found out, this is how it actually goes down. You found what people did great and what people, you know, could have improved on. Right. Are you going to do it again? Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. He didn't learn his lesson. You we, didn't learn your lesson. And, and what I got to be, I didn't hear, outside of the rain, I didn't hear one negative thing about Egg Fest. Mm -hmm. uh, the following Tuesday, I get a call from Green Egg saying, other than the weather, it's amazing. What date do you want? <laughs> yeah. I, I had people, I'm, I, people were just sitting here saying they had so much fun. Thank you for putting it on. It was great. How do I sign up for next year? Mm -hmm. I said, I haven't even recouped from yeah. this year. I'm I'm still wringing out my socks from all the well, water. Yeah. And, for, and forget about the money that you have to invest because I mean Derek and I know firsthand that the these events they don't they're not 
profitable. Like, you know, we're doing it for a charity. So we're raising money and we're using both of our businesses to support that event. So all those things that we don't get through sponsorship and we don't get through, you know, through ticket sales, those are going to actually end up coming out of the business pocket. Right. And that's one misconception is everybody sees an event, sees a restaurant, sees a business that's just so busy. They say, oh, you must be rich. You're making money hands over fists. But they don't understand everything from the insurance to the permits sure. to all the stuff behind the scenes that you do not, that they can't even think of. But only by putting on those events and by participating in those events do you actually grow as not just as a business owner, but also you learn more about barbecue, you learn more about sponsorship, you learn more about marketing, you find out what operationally works. I mean, it opens up so many different doors that would have never been opened if you just decided just to run your fucking, you know, your I was just going to say that the, the amount of doors that it opens is, is really why, why you do things <clears throat> um, to be able to, to get in front of people that you might not have talked to or, or show people about the green egg that, you know, you didn't even know, or you've never cooked on a green uh -huh. egg before Jerry. And, you know, now you're, you're doing it. So it could be something positive in the future. You might want to get one. I know one of our good friends, one of my best friends, Jeremy Clary, who's mm -hmm. played with the Chargers, one of my old teammates. He, um, I mean, that guy that's, I mean, he's been getting fucking after it. Yeah, as he said, he's been getting after it. Pictures all the time. And he's like, I'm about to grill this he's shit like, up. I'm going to do this fucking pork butt. What do I got this brisket? And he's just doing it. Now he's has, all of his friends are telling him that he needs to open up a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Fucking open it up. You need to get up. him to compete next year here in go. the Spring Valley. Yeah, yeah we'll fly his ass we'll out here. We'll fly his ass oh. out here for sure. Oh, he doesn't live out here? No, he moved back oh. to Texas. He After he got done with the Chargers, he... um. He and his wife, Brianna, they built a house out in Texas. Um, they, as much as they loved San Diego and, and all of us, they uh, didn't. Well, so many athletes, love, when they the retire, they, they stay here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, a lot of them. I mean, yeah. I think Weddle just uh, built a house out here. Um, Darren Sproles, another good friend of mine, He um, he's uh, out here with his wife. He's got another year to play. And then, uh, but yeah, a lot of people end up, I think uh, Matt Kemp is going to actually keep his house out here when he's done playing baseball yeah. and say people people love it out here the only problem is it's expensive good old taxes <laughs> yeah exactly right, well you should try to go to the bay area i was up there it's crazy the prices of homes i'm sure it is yeah. I, I i don't know if i told Cor you sean he's up in petaluma actually where you're at yeah. he's selling real estate out there yeah but I, yeah I see what he's selling my uh my cousin he he went out to um san francisco and was working for amazon and you know he got a they brought him from Qualcomm down here, and, and he went up there and making really good money, but he's living with two other guys in a two-bedroom apartment. Wow. They converted their living room into a room, so there's three of them. They're paying $5,000 a month. Is Five. it in the city? It's like, yeah, it's like, holy fuck. I mean, you're making yeah. six figures, and you're living in a living room. Well, it's pretty, pretty well, wild. Speaking of Amazon, obviously Amazon Prime, huge fucking day. Um over a billion dollars, I guess. Is that right? That, that's what that's what the projection is. I don't know what the actual numbers were, but uh, you know, Amazon being a company that would buy Whole Foods uh, makes it fascinating for us because of what they've been able to do on a convenience factor. And convenience is really the world that we live in, and things that we try to do in the restaurant, you know, on a catering side, you know, getting our catering requests online that was vital to us getting to the point where we are today. And fuck, that was hard as shit. You know, that was really difficult to, you know, go through and find out, you know, how can I work with, you know, the, our website developer and how can we figure out a way so that, 
you know, my host doesn't have to answer questions. My floor manager doesn't have to answer questions about catering, but people can get their questions answered. They can get a timely bid um, and people can get followed up on. It's transformed what we've been able to do because it makes it fucking easy. No, I, I've hats off to you because I mean, I've just seen you guys grow so much and the amount of caterings that you guys do. I mean, we just started getting into caterings yeah. and, and doing the, the few that we're doing, but um, to but I mean, do as many as you do, and be as organized as you are with it. I mean, you ha- you you have to have that because if you don't, it, people are be fucking pissed. People would be pissed, and we wouldn't be able to be where we're at. I mean, and, and the only way that it happened was because of multiple emphases that we put on operational. Um, having someone like Abby on the back end, who is a, as organized as she is, mm-hmm. to be able to get those prep lists done, get those invoicing done, to have Bill, who's actually you know the catering manager, who you know his background allows him to be hyper focused on details and checklists and this is how it's going to happen if he's not the lead for the catering guess what somebody else needs needs that information i mean you guys know from the events that you do because you sell barbecue um mm-hmm. at third avenue is that correct not anymore i'm up at uh doing bolt brewery now oh you're at bolt brewery. okay yeah. sweet so when is that when you when you sell uh, that? my next two dates are august 12th and the 26th and then it's just you and Doreen that go yeah, out? Yeah, okay. we do it. Yeah, do you cook. guys have your own checklist? Oh, we have checklists. We have a checklist for events like that. We have a checklist for competition, which is a two-page checklist. Yeah. And that's always being updated. I yeah. mean, that's that's her thing. I mean, she goes that checklist. And we don't check it off until it's in the truck or in the trailer. Why is that? Because if you don't have it, you don't have it. Yeah. And you, you're looking for it, on, you know, and you don't have it, you are screwed. I mean, it's fucking crazy. Because you're, you're basically at a campsite. Yeah. You know, and you well, can't you're just ta- run you're to the tailgating. store. No, yeah, you, you can't you're run to the store. camping. You're camping, you're yeah. tailgating. And whether you're camping or tailgating or catering or running your business, like how simple a checklist can be. Oh, my God. And if you don't update the checklist. Because you have to update it as you yeah. acquire new equipment. Well, or, we almost made the trip up without any rub. I almost left. I almost left with no rub. Nice, you know that. But it was on the checklist. Yes. And she goes, "Where's your rub?" I'm like, "Oh Christ!" You know, right. Grab that, you know. So, but you were talking earlier about the charity thing, and that's the only reason Doreen's involved. Yeah, that's all, uh, totally involved because of the charity thing. She loves the give back of every every competition yep. that we do. You know, because that's huge money. That's sure. huge money that gets oh, yeah, into absolutely. those KCBS and, events, and the impact that that money makes on you know those small charities that actually really need that money you know organizations and training it's incredible what they do for you know local youth here um that would have no other options uh the money that we're able to raise during spring valley and during del mar it impacts them significantly yeah the one we just did was uh veterans for vets you know it was a you know veterans helping veterans thing and it was great you know then they had a they had a food drive over there and all that kind of thing. It was it was a good event. You so know, the, to touch on that a little bit too about the the charity and stuff like that and giving back. Um, you said you're gonna go to Bolt Brewing and Bolt Brewing mm-hmm. just hosted us um, right with Ferns Ferns semi famous barbecue yep. when they they donated their time to uh, my best friend Corey Senevic and his family. He lost his wife, um, one of my good friends, and um, it was just so tragic. But Bolt opened up and allowed us to come in and, and take the proceeds and give to Corey and um, you know it's just. Yeah, amazing that the outpour I, I it was my first time at bolt um first time at bolt to be there and like and hang out i've mm-hmm. gone and got a growler before and um but yeah to be able to give back and what they did at bolt was was really really cool so whenever you're there next i'm gonna make sure i stop by and support you guys too and and, and eat and 
maybe have a, a beer or two. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. August 12th and August 26th, we'll be there. Well, we'll uh, definitely come check that out. So yeah. let's talk about uh, your experience up at uh, Del Mar, the first uh, bet on barbecue uh, event. Was that the first contest that you guys both teamed up together? Well, I don't remember, was it? We did Vista. Oh, we did Vista. Vista. Yeah. The same year or the year before that? The year mm-hmm. before. The year yeah. before that. Mm-hmm. So why did why'd you team up, I guess, is first well, question. Well, I'll be honest with you. I had um, – it's such a weird thing. I had partners that were barbecue guys that really knew what they were talking about. This one guy that was really good. Everybody on barbecue knows what the fuck they're talking yeah, yeah. about. No, you, you know, you know <laughs> Isn't that, that a prerequisite? Yeah, yeah. Just wait. They'll, they'll tell you. They'll tell yeah, you all about it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, that's what I tell everybody. I go, there's going to be 50 teams, 50 ways to do it. That's just the way it is. But he um, – we did some contests together, and we did a year and a half or so. And we were getting a call, a top 10 call, in just about every contest, which is freaking good. Yeah. Oh, no, you know? it's fucking great. And, and they didn't understand that. Mm-hmm. And, and they didn't understand that getting a call is fantastic. Most of the teams out there never get a call. And they quit because we weren't winning enough. I go, we're, That's a good way we're, to win. We're built, yeah, we're building yeah. towards it. You know? <laughs> we're not big fans of and quitting. So then that, that's when Brian stepped in and became my barbecue partner. So that's when we started doing it together. And then when you guys do it together, is that like, are you splitting up the competition meets or how, how do you support one another and figure out that's Jerry's thing or that's Brian's thing? Well, he gets to do brisket and chicken because mm-hmm. I hate brisket and chicken. <laughs> so, and, uh, and then I do the pork and ribs. You do the pork yeah. and ribs. Yeah. And tell, tell us about Del Mar. So Del Mar was, it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was my number. It's my favorite contest. Don't Dana point used to be, is it because the, of the organizers or, oh, <laughs> or is yeah. it because of the hats? Yeah, Cause Arlie, Arlie's great. Are you kidding me? Arlie's fucking fantastic. He, Arlie is the best promoter out there. Yeah. He's fucking fantastic. Yeah. And the, the reason why he's so effective is that he knows his shit. Um, but he's also honest. He probably has a checklist. Yeah. Well, he's got a checklist. <laughs> I'm sure he has multiple. <laughs> yeah. He's got multiple checklists, but he also, he, I mean, he's brutally honest. He's not going to fucking bullshit you and yeah. tell you something that, oh, you know, you want to hear. It's, Gene, Gene warned what, us when we first met him. He's like, hey, I think that's guys, why Gene you, and Arlie are best friends. When they're, you they're both meet him, just, just fucking get, brutally get honest. Get ready. If it's, if it's not good, if he doesn't think it's a good idea, he's going to tell yeah. you. And I mean, now, us and Arlie, I mean, it's just, we just go to what, but he treats the teams great. He does, oh, yeah. he does a lot of things for Fuck the teams. Yeah. Well, because he's, yeah. I mean, he, he knows he's competed before. He, he's him, damn good, him too. And, Gene, and, you know, the amount of contests that they've put on, you know, they've seen such a diversity of things that work and things that don't work. Mm-hmm. So, you know, their their level to deal with bullshit is, is very low. You know, they just don't deal with it and they just get it done. You know, they know... They know what the teams need. Hey, this is what the teams need. Let's make it happen. Yeah. And as long as the teams are supported, the judges are supported, um, that it's a fair event, that, you know, the contest is is run the way that KCBS standards are, then, you know, everybody well, it's, wins. It's a business to them. It's just like yeah. if, if you think about the first time when you started and the things you might let your employees get away with in the first year, yeah. and now year nine there's no fucking chance to get away with that. And it's the same thing that they do. You know, they've done enough competitions where it's like, nope. Yeah. And it's like, wait, wait, wait. And people will talk like, he said, I said no. Yeah. Like there wasn't even a, like, I'm not going to allow anything. No, you cannot do that. Exactly. And that, that helps run a, a very efficient, um, you know, KCBS event. And we, exactly. had a, we had a good time up there. Brian's, your whole family was there helping out. My wife was there. My cousin was there. His wife. My ex-wife was in our booth helping. 
Your ex-wife? My ex-wife. Wow, you oh, got yeah. some balls. No, no, no. She's, she's part of the family. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. So, that's yeah, the... she'll probably be up again this year. Yeah. Out. But I'm no, guessing Doreen's not Bulgarian because Bulgaria, that shit does not fly. No, nah, she has they'd no be, problem. They'd be, in, they'd be in the bottom of the black sea. No, they're sea. good friends. They're actually good friends. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. So, but, uh, you guys needed that many people. Why? Because... Oh, there was so many people for the PC food. It I mean, it's fucking nuts. Crazy. Oh, it you don't understand the impact that the Del Mar Thoroughbred Club has as a barbecue team until you actually go out there and compete. And it's something that we didn't talk about um, when we talked to Craig. But the reason that I one of the first events that we participated in up at Del Mar was Grill Fest, which was a different event. And there's 30 teams that were supposed to come out. There were 30 restaurants and they told us all to cook 2000 samples. We cooked, you know, 2,000 samples. We brought out tri-tip. There were only two barbecue restaurants. Everything else was like, you know, they were selling burgers and like whatever else. But it's like when 20,000 fucking people come to the track and then they find out that there's a food event and then they start coming down towards the concert area. I mean, you don't understand what 20,000 people is until it's standing right in front, in front of, of you. Your booth. And right. There's 500 people like and we're literally one of the last vendors that have any barbecue left. I mean, my it was insane. I've never seen, you know, that amount of people come out right. to an event. Which is well, why, which is why it makes so much sense to have this event there because it, it's a great PC event. Oh, mm -hmm. you gave us beef ribs to cook. Yep, you were yep. giving us beef ribs, those and I was were, cooking those. Those as were fast because of U.S. foods. I, yeah, I was yeah. cooking as fast as I could cook the beef ribs, mm -hmm. and uh, we had big line down in the, the serving area, mm -hmm. and I was down in the prep area where my barbecue was, and I I finished these ribs, and I just yell out through the crack and the thing, I said, "Hey, I got beef ribs." I got a line yep. immediately right. for beef ribs. I'm cutting up beef ribs and throwing them out there as fast as I can throw them out. You know, it was crazy. The whole so thing what, was crazy. Um, what are you guys planning on doing for this year for PC side? Well, we're going to do a lot more. Yeah. We're going to bring a lot more. Bring a lot yeah, more. Yeah, bring a lot more. Did you, then, what time did you run out of food? I think we ran out about two hours after. Yeah, it wasn't long. Yeah. Yeah. So from 12 to 2. It was crazy. It was Gone. crazy. It was, we had a lot of extra Gone. food. Gone. Gone. We did, we did, I mean, thousand. Yeah. Pound. I mean, easy. It, it was just like. Gone. We were probably yeah. four thousand mm -hmm. samples. Yeah, between, we're going to have between both of our shops. It was probably like ten thousand samples. Oh, well, we do the um, nuts. We do the mini small sample size of sure. Redneck Sundays. You know, which is uh, beans, pork, and slaw. Mm -hmm. So we do a little four ounce size of that. And we sell. We were selling it for two tickets, I think, or yep. two chips. And then we we're doing um, you know nachos, the Redneck nachos. You know, with the pork on the nachos, people love that. So that was a big seller. But we were out quick. You know, we just mm -hmm. ran out, but. We learned a lesson in the last year. We'll definitely bulk up for this year. Well, it's hard on a first year event too. You don't know what to expect. You know, I didn't expect we, the we whole didn't. entire crowd to come out of the stands at us. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we didn't even you know expect it. And I mean, you'd see me and Sean. We were in our booths just yeah. dripping sweat, getting oh, yeah. it out there, and it was. I had as organizers, you know, we need to be out there. We doing got other we got things, we got much we, we smarter couldn't. this year. We're bringing in the heavyweights. And, yeah, you know, not just having pork bellies out there and hot sauces and more, but you know. I mean, it's the same way that we were able to grow the Spring Valley event is once we brought in Coop's Barbecue and Brazen Barbecue. I mean, these guys, they have restaurants. They, they know their shit. They, mm -hmm. you know, they both competed. Um, they know what volume is and it helps them promote their barbecue restaurants. And it also helps the crowds that come out because a lot of the crowds that come out, they don't understand what a fucking KCBS contest is. You know, they don't, they're not, there's the only way for them to participate is to try food. They just, yeah, they just don't there's food there. Yeah. There's food, and I want to eat, and I'm well, hungry. Let's go eat. The overlap of the KCBS contest part and the PC part is ridiculously hard to do, too. Very hard. Yeah, because basically 
I don't want to be bothered until my last turn in is done. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I got Doreen going, "Hey, we need cheese." I'm like, "I don't care." You yeah, know? <laughs> find somebody right. else to give well, me the cheese. Because you're you're trying to you're trying to compete fifteen thousand dollars in cash yeah. plus all the prizes. I yeah. mean, we had some fucking kick ass prizes last year thanks to your guys' sponsorship. You guys, hot sauces and more. You guys stepped up as a trophy sponsor, helped us to get you know just incredible, really really cool trophies, which is something that's you know very important to Derek and I as you know, if it's something that we're going to do, we want to make sure that it's sexy and we want you to be proud about it. You know, if it's a polo shirt, if it's a hat, if it's a trophy, I don't care what, you know, what it is. Anything. We want to make sure if it's a hat shirt. It better be fucking memorable. You better wear it. Yeah. It better be memorable. Some cheap shit. For sure. Well, think about hats. If you put out a cheap hat, you're doing it for advertising. Nobody's going to wear a cheap hat. No, it's right. fucking so stupid. So it sits in a drawer it's or someplace. The thing ever. Yeah. You just, nobody's going to wear nuts. a cheap hat. Yep. Drives me nuts. We see professional sports teams do stuff like that all the time, and it's just so stupid. Fucking Padres, god damn, they yeah. do it all the time. Yeah. I mean, you get this little hat. I mean, well, the, that's not even going to fit my three-year-old son. The hat yeah. I got last year at Hat Day sits in the closet. Never yeah, gets warm yeah. because it's I can't even wear it. The the gulls, on the other hand, they go and they find sponsors to partner with them, and then they put out a fucking amazing hat, like their Mighty Ducks promotion that they did last year, and. Their hat was so fucking popular that my wife, she goes to the restroom, she goes and she comes back and she goes, every single woman in the restroom is at the mirror, which they usually are, but they're adjusting their fucking hat because they love that hat. And you're like, that couldn't be a better compliment for a a successful promotion. Every single person has already put the hat on and they're wearing it. Now they have a gulls hat that they're going to rock and they're going to be proud of. Uh, because it was a successful promotion. Yeah, because I know. they spent I, the money. I spend too much money, or not too much, but I spend way more money than than most on all my apparel and gear and stuff. And it's it's because of that. I want you to wear. It. I do not want it to be in your closet. I want you to wear it every day. Yeah. My buddies are like, oh my, I wore mine out. I'm like, come back. I'll give you a fucking other one. If you rock it all the time, I'm good. I'll give out hats as long as you're promoting me, and you know, it's a win win for me. Right. No, it's your name out there. You want to see it and you want it to look sexy out there. Well, part of what you do, I mean, you sell both our Cali Comfort barbecue sauce as well as our jalapeno sauce um, at your store as well as online. But you also have, you know, you've taken the time and spent the money on those gift baskets. Um, That's something that, you know, you've donated to a lot of the charity stuff that we do and we appreciate. But I mean, you make that a sexy, like you've spent the money for a fucking gift wrapping machine plus sexy baskets and you're putting stuff in there that actually somebody would want like because you can make a fucking gift basket and say oh it's worth a hundred dollars and you put all your shitty sauce that you don't want in what good does that do right it doesn't do any fucking good no you want them to get the best product because you want them to like, hopefully come because then they know who you enjoy are because then they know who you are shit brian took the time to actually put like fucking great stuff in here that like everything in here is fucking great like I've got to go down to the store or I've got to go and buy something online because I'm really excited to continue to support somebody that would actually give a shit. Right. No, that, it, it is when you're given, when you're doing something like that, it, do something that you want to get. You yeah. Take Absolutely. time. Have, my dad used to always tell me growing up, have pride in what you want. If you're not going to care about what you want, don't do it at all. Absolutely. I mean, that's, you know, one of the things George Recoy, he does, you know, a lot of our graphic design. He's just, you know, one of my closest friends. And he asks me, you know, oh, well, how do you want the logo to look? I'm like, I want you to fucking wear it. <laughs> I want you to be like, I want you to be proud to put that fucking hat on your head. So you and I trust him because I know he, he does great work. Right. But if you're not if you're not proud to wear it, then don't fucking even make it. Don't spend any money. Just stop. Right. You know, bail ship. No, exactly. And that's how we look at our sauces and our rubs. 
if it's not good enough that I would put on my meat or my food when I'm serving my family at our next family event, it's not coming in the store. Mm -hmm. So you have to be very selective, but you want people, you don't want to deal with a big ego corporation. I'd rather have the person put his ego in the bottle and the quality of the product. Well, I mean, that gets back to what we're, what we're talking about, like as a small business, our ability to show off who we are and what we, what we do because of Facebook, because of Instagram, because of Twitter, um, people can learn more about who actually runs the shop, you know, who actually is at Bold Brewing selling barbecue. And the more that they know about Jerry and the more that they know about Doreen that loves to give back and participate in charity events, the more vested they become in the story. Um, you know, we are as social as possible. I mean, you know, I have pictures of, you know, my son on Facebook for Cali Comfort just because we have so many customers that, you know, that we know and have come to love that are part of our family. And, you know, for them, it, it's hard. It, it's hard and it's easy. <laughs> social media makes it really easy. You know, I had my aunt call me and she's like, the only reason she got to see all the pictures was because, you know, my two little girl cousins, they're on Facebook and they show her like shit. She's like, I need to get on Facebook. I'm like, well, yeah, you do, you know, because that's what the it's power, that's what the power of, you know, video is. You can find out really more about who Derek is. I mean, I know who Derek is, but you know, this fucking fish video that I can't, I know he got a good fish. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows he can flip a fish. Yeah. That's right. Um, so what are what are your guys's uh, what, what's the the big plans for coming up? Are you because I know Jerry, I know you work, um, you have another job, but you do this. This is I, your this is your passion, your hobby, things that you do. If on. I could figure out a way to make it permanent, it would happen. Yeah, trust me. Yeah, I'm looking forward to retirement in a few years, and then we'll barbecue full time. Yeah, That's, barbecue full time as in retirement. Yeah, right. yeah, I like yeah. that. I like that. And how about you, Brian? Doing some barbecue classes with Jerry and then looking at putting on a turkey fest in the first weekend in November. Oh, for uh, Thanksgiving? Pre, for Thanksgiving. Pre, you obviously didn't hear our fucking Thanksgiving episode. I have, heard, <laughs> I, I have heard about your Thanksgiving episode. That's why I want to do a class on it and so, not sell yeah. turkeys. Well, if you're going to sell turkeys, just do the fucking turkeys. And Run away. Yeah. I yeah. like the uh, golf tournament story too. The golf tournament, yeah, yeah. the angry golfers. <laughs> Fuck, I mean, you learn so much when you do catering and what to do and what not to do. And I mean, even to this day, we're still, you know, with our catering team, I'm emailing back and forth, and we're just trying to figure out the most efficient way to do it. Because you know, if we're going to go and deliver the catering, it makes more sense for us to just be there and do it full service to make sure that there's good quality. Are you going to are you going to stop delivery? Uh, we might just, yeah, because del delivery is a pain in the either ass. Either you pick it up or, or either we do you full either, service. Exactly, yeah. I like it. Yeah. It, delivery doesn't make sense. I just stole it. I just stole that. You're, we steal from each other, All right. right? I'm just stealing that. <laughs> I didn't tell Abby. Uh, hey, Corey, write Abby an email real quick and yeah. let her know that. That's let her know. Uh, yeah, serving size, they don't know what a serving size is. No, yeah. and you have to have serving size. You have to have portion control, and you have to have those things. Otherwise, you can't run a profitable business and... You know, doesn't matter. You can chalk it up to marketing, but at the end of the day, you have to eventually start to make a profit. Otherwise, mm -hmm. none of it makes sense, and you can't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but we're we're so excited uh, to have you guys. Um, everything that you've done uh, for Spring, yeah, it's for Spring thankful. Valley um, coming out, and I know you're going to be out again because now it's a marriage, so you don't. You don't you don't get to get out of this relationship until I get papers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that's a that's a fun event every year. It's yeah, a blast. Spring Valley Barbecue that'll be on November fifth this year, and then um, you guys have the competition cooking class coming up 
Uh, we're going to put in the show notes uh, links to your social media sites for hot sauces and more, as well as pork pork belly. Uh, we'll we'll put in there when those uh, when you're going to be at Bolt Brewing. Yeah, if you guys are in San Diego at that time on the 12th and the 25th, sixth. But yeah, make sure to check out uh, Hot Sauces and More online. Uh, follow them on Twitter and on on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Jerry's on Twitter. I know that. Um, you're, you know, I'm, I'm 61 years old. It's, I'm not really tech savvy. I try real hard, though. You know, hey, Jer- you Jerry, you, you, you've tweeted more than Derek has, so don't don't be <laughs> fucking hard on yourself. You, you've done much better than Derek. I, I keep giving Derek shit, but yeah, if, if you want to get a hold of me, it's Sean P. Walchef at Twitter. Um, or barbecue war stories. Uh, we are so fortunate to have you guys um, continue to give back to the barbecue community. Uh, we're definitely going to be part of Egg Fest moving forward. Um, so whatever you need for that, we're here to support. Uh, Big Green Egg, uh, also hot sauces and more. Anything else you guys want to let us know before we head out? Just the class on the twenty third. That's the, the big one right bar- now. Barbecue competition class, and uh, make sure you stop by. When you come out to Del Mar, um, if you're competing, make sure to introduce yourselves. Um, if you're coming out to bet on the ponies and to eat some barbecue, make sure you stop by Pork Belly's uh, tent and check them out and buy some rub and buy some sauce. Yeah, of course. Well, one thing, honestly, I I have the gift of gab as far as I have diarrhea of the mouth. But if anybody has a question about barbecue <laughs> that comes to one of those events, yes, come out and as long as it's after last turn in, yes, right. You know, come out and just say, hey, what what are you cooking with? What, Absolutely. What, how's that thing work? What's that's the awesome. deal? You know, that that is fun. That's I mean, that's of, fun. That's the best part about barbecue is that it's nothing secretive. I mean, we we all we all, we all we all win by sharing and. I mean, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Gene, if it wasn't for Arlie, um, if it wasn't for Carolyn Wells. I mean, for the people that have given so much to barbecue, um, it's great because we get to go out and do shit that we love to do. And we actually get to raise money for really cool stuff like organizations and training. So uh, thank you, gentlemen, for thank you. Ta- taking thank you. the time to And a shout out to smoke. Shane and Jess on the newborn. Oh, yeah. We got a new uh, couple, couple newborns. Yeah. But yeah. Thank you for everyone who's tuning into the podcast. Tell a friend. Uh, make sure you make it out to Del Mar if you haven't signed up to compete. Make sure you do that because we will run out of space. Uh, we're fired up to continue to bring you uh, behind the smoke. We've got Smoked Hog coming up. Uh, that'll be uh, next week. And um, we even got Scott, Scott Kaplan, Mighty 1090, is going to come behind the smoke to talk a little San Diego dun, media dun, dun, watch out. and uh, radio. No he's, one's he's, safe. He's in the jungle right now filling in for Jim Rome. So. Uh, pretty excited to go behind the smoke <laughs> and talk talk to uh, Scotty. But thanks for tuning in. Uh, check us out. Let your friends know and uh, write a review on iTunes. Bye-bye.